Welcome to Empowered Mind Body Inspiration. The mind is the map to wholeness, wellness, health. The heart is the key to genius and inspiration. Join me and my guests as we explore how to release and rewire into who you truly are unique, whole, and empowered. Please like, share, and subscribe. Spiral up, spiral out. Welcome, everyone. Today we have Anne Hintz. Anne has developed the ability to sense inside her body to release physical tension stored in her connective tissue. She has healed many of her own physical ailments this way, and she wants all of us to know that we have this incredible power, and then changing on the inside changes what we see on the outside. Welcome, Anne. Thank you for having me. Yes, this is the this is the beautiful story that we're trying to weave in this podcast. And you have such an incredible, powerful story to share. So tell us how it began because you started, you had a healing that made you aware of this. And then it's just grown from there. And you even have x-rays to show the difference. And we're also going to get into the law of attraction that weaves in there beautifully. And so yeah, just share away. Sure. I had a lot of tra- trauma in childhood. I think a lot of us do these days. Um, I had two alcoholic parents. And when I was 19, I found my mother um, dead in the bathroom when I woke up one morning. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge trauma that I carried for a long time. I kept trying to find things that would um, you know, make me feel better um, in different ways. I wasn't really conscious that that was the dis-ease that I had inside of me. And when I was in my late 30s, I went to a doctor um, I had two young boys. I was a stay-at-home mom, so I should not have been stressed. But he asked me my stress level because he could tell I was. (laughs) And it was an 8 out of 10. And I knew straight away it was because the tears from that event 20 years earlier were still so close to the surface. So he used this technique with me called EFT. It's pretty well known now. It's also called tapping. He used it for about 15 minutes, and I walked away from that doctor's appointment, being able to tell the story of her death without any emotions arising. And to me, that felt like a really big shift. So I, I, I looked into it more. I learned how to do it. I love things that you can do yourself without having to go to someone. So I started to use it on myself. I tried it out on different things. and It made a huge difference. So I learned how to do it and I started doing it on everyday things. So whenever I'd feel emotional during the day, I would tap. And I actually wanted more than that. So I wrote down all my traumas, everything I could remember from childhood that had emotion attached to it. And I tapped through those events one each day. And I found my mind becoming quiet, which was so nice. Inner peace was my ultimate goal. That's what I wanted because I'd see all these mothers at school who seemed so calm and peaceful And I so wanted to be like that. So it was really fun to experience this because I realized at that point that the voice that had been in my mind all these years had been my dad's, the the words that I was judging myself and I was judging other people. I was just kind of replaying the words that had been programmed with in childhood from him. So it wasn't until I got to the place that he wasn't there that I could look back and say, oh, that was him. Right. And then you realize it's not even your voice. That right. Yeah. Like a program running in your mind. It, absolutely. Yeah. It was a program. 
yeah. then just, just briefly tell us more about tapping because some people haven't heard of it and it's brilliant because it releases the tension that's held in the body, you know, it from does. these traumas, right? Right. So EFT is short for emotional freedom technique. And when I first heard that phrase, it just seemed really hokey to me. And it wasn't until I'd actually done it for a while that I realized, oh, it really is providing emotional relief. So, or emotional freedom. So what you're doing is you're, you're tapping through the ends of meridian systems in the body as you're talking through events that happened or emotions that you're feeling or physical sensations even that you're feeling. You're tapping on the ends of the meridian systems fairly gently, you're, but you don't want to hurt yourself. It's not hard enough to hurt yourself, but it's not so gentle that it doesn't do anything either. So it's just a, a, a tap where you're trying to provide an emotional or an energetic interrupt into the connective tissue in the body that is holding on to those emotions from whatever event it is you're working on. Right. And so you just keep talking through the event. You keep going until you can feel relief. So maybe you're talking about um, some really traumatic event and, and maybe you're angry, right? As you, as you begin, you can really feel that anger. You can feel it in your voice in the tone of your voice and as you keep tapping you kind of relax into it and by the end you can just say the words I was really angry and there's actually no charge to the words as you're saying them so you know that something has been released from the body right and we're not we don't realize how much tension is stored there and we have no idea how much tension is stored there (laughs) yeah I mean, at a deeper and deeper level, as, as I say more of my story, I can go into that yes, a little bit more. We will, right? And and it can remain, like you say, you know, you're walking around with stress of eight out of 10 and not even aware of how to release it or what to do with it. And in fact, we tend to just push it down, right? And right. I mean, I wasn't even aware consciously of what it was until I experienced that he asked me what the stress level was and why it was there before that if you had asked me how I felt or why I was feeling tense I wouldn't have known I had so much resistance inside of me for resistance to looking inside yeah and so the EFT opened it up yeah and even thinking it's normal right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so maybe we could talk about the law of attraction at this point Yes, go into your story. Yeah. So it was it was part of my journey that I, I came to realize, or I mean, I know we hear this, but not enough, that the law of attraction is working all the time. Every second of every day it's working, which means whatever we're we're attracting into our life right now is what we've been vibrating, what the uh, signal that we've been emitting, we're attracting. So if we look at what we have right now, that's been that's a result of the signal that we're emitting. So I also then came to realize that the signal that we are emitting is our whole being. It's not just our thoughts. And that's, you know, that is generally what's talked about out there. It's, it's our thoughts that what attract, but it's our whole being. It's our external, physical, it's our hair, it's our clothes, it's how big we are. It's also 
the thoughts we think. But the biggest signal in my experience is the tension that we hold in our connective tissue from our childhood. Like we hear about people who are highly strung, right? We know those people are really reactive. They have a lot of tension stored inside of them. Well, we all have that from childhood, from that childhood programming. That's the biggest signal and that's what is attracting back to us. So I really wanted to know what could change my base signal because I had this tension stored in me. So how can I change it? So EFT was the first part of that process for me. And it woke me up to the emotions that I felt, which I hadn't been awake to before, which is that to me, that's one of the top levels of awareness, but there are deeper and deeper levels. So as I did more and more EFT, I became more aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, right? So if you're feeling angry, perhaps you've got um, tension in the abdomen, maybe you've got tension in the jaw, maybe in your, um, in your hands, in your uh, in your in your hands and that I wasn't aware of to begin with but I became more and more aware of as I did more and more tapping and once I became aware of that which is a deeper level of awareness then I, I came up with this other technique there was a, a guy in a group that I was in who always said to me each week he said you don't have to meditate all you have to do is feel your feelings well he never explained that anymore and so I, one week I decided, okay, I'm going to try and do that. What does it mean to feel your feelings? Well, um, what I did was I would sit uh, at the kitchen sink doing the dishes and I would think a thought that had emotion attached to it. And at that point, I would stop and try to feel those feelings. So the best way I could do it was hold myself like a statue. I'd actually hold my breath and feel where those physical sensations were inside my body. And the easiest one for me to grab hold of was the tension in my abdomen or my solar plexus. So I would feel that feeling there and allow it to be like, just, just feel it because we're so used to suppressing it. We, we move on to something else or we eat something or we move or we do something to suppress that feeling, but they've never been allowed to be expressed. So I would hold it until I found myself needing to take a breath. So I'd take a deep breath, relax, and then I would think the thought again and feel the feelings around that thought. And I would keep doing it. So I'm doing at a deeper level what I was doing with the EFT and the tapping where you talk about what you're feeling over and over again until it's dissipated. Here I'm at a deep level actually feeling the physical sensations, doing the same thing, allowing it to be there, accepting it, as deeply as I can, and then it shifts and let go, let's go. So this created even deeper uh, relaxation and peace inside. Yeah, and it's that awareness. When I take a case, I ask, um, because I know there's a mental emotional cause to the physical tension, and I'll ask people, so where are you feeling this tension in your body? And many have never even paid attention to you know where it is or what it feels like and so it's a really new experience for them to even focus on it right again because they're not aware i i wasn't aware i just had no idea that there were even physical sensations attached to emotions so yeah it's a deeper level yeah and as you yeah. became aware of it and the type of tension and eased into it you were able to release it 
yeah, just holding that focused awareness on it, just allowing it to exist, accepting it as it is, that allows there to be a shift. Yeah. And so, so I went deeper. So at this point, I can put my awareness inside my body, inside the connective tissue, and I do exactly the same thing. And I can feel it on the inside. So what I'm doing is putting my focused awareness on the tension, holding the awareness there, allowing it to be, and then it, it just dissipates. So I know from doing it on the inside, I know what it's doing on the outside as well. It's doing the same thing. Hold your awareness on it, accept it as it is, and it will just dissipate. Right. Very, very powerful tool. So, right. And people can just practice it and get better at it like you did. But let's go into how when you change on the inside, that affects your exterior as well. Not only your physical, but the way you see the world. It it does. Um, Yeah. So, so as I went deeper and was able to put my awareness on the inside. So I I noticed at one point that I could actually, once the tension dissipated that I was feeling using this feeling, the feelings at one point I noticed I could actually keep my awareness inside after the the tension had dissipated. So imagine you had like a stomach ache or a toothache. You can feel that pain on the inside But once the toothache or the stomachache is gone, you can't really find it again. You can't put your awareness on where it was on the inside. But I found that I could keep my awareness there. And so I I would move it around and find tension, hold it there and release it. So as I'm doing that, I'm releasing tension on the inside. And then the tension on the outside has released as well. So things, as things start loosening up on the inside, things start loosening up on the outside in terms of um, things that happen, uh, in terms of interactions with loved ones, with um, with people. Just it's really fun to notice the shifts. And it's not only that, but the awareness of the energy in situations. I'm aware of energy in things that are happening in the collective in a way that I never was before. So an inner awareness creates an expanded outer awareness. And and as I'm loosening up on the inside, there's a huge amount of tension released in the neck and the face from our facial expressions. And that allows me to move my head in ways that I wasn't able to before. So that is a change in perspective. So I'm actually able to see from many different perspectives on the outside that I was not able to see before because my physical perspective has changed. Right. So I have questions because you healed um, roots in your teeth. And I'd love you to explain that. And then if you can give like maybe an example for people of how you had an inner awareness that changed something on the outside. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I've just been, what I do is I find the next area of tension. So I relax and then I look to see, okay, what, where's the tension that's drawing my attention? So I, I work on that. So I just go layer by layer by layer at each step. It's like, okay, what's calling my attention and work on that. And so I, that's led me to work inside my head and my face 
So all I'm doing is going in there, releasing tension. I know it's the connective tissue, the fascia, because I can actually hear it and feel it release. Um, it feels like old fabric ripping. And so recently I had a new head x-ray taken and comparing that to one I had taken eight years ago, the shifts are just, I mean, it blew my mind to look at it closely because my eye sockets have aligned. My jaw was way off to the side and it's now more in the center. And my neck, I have scoliosis. It's still, it's still there, but it's straightening. So to see the neck straighter than it was and the tooth roots have grown, just to see that in the physical, <laughs> to see the evidence that, that it's actually made some remarkable changes. It just It shows me how incredibly powerful we are that I didn't know before. Right. I didn't know it was possible. And, yeah. and when we have this tension, energy can't flow through our body properly. So you're going to eventually have blocks, which create disease, right? Absolutely. Yes, that totally blocks um, that we're not aware of. I mean, at each stage, I became aware at a deeper and deeper level and aware of tension at a deeper, deeper and deeper level. Right? When I started to be able to put my awareness inside my head, inside my left cheek, the pain in there was so intense, I could only hold my awareness on it for a second or two. But I had no idea that it had been there. So I've actually been working on that tension in my cheek and I think that's how my head was kind of pulled out of alignment was through this all this tension that I held in, in my left cheek but until we can become aware of it we just don't know how much tension we store inside our bodies I mean it's, it's really it was really crazy for me to actually become aware of that tension and now that I know I know that tension is part of our signal it was always part of my signal but I wasn't aware of it yeah so as you focused on the tension, allowed it and released it, the energy flows better through your whole body, heals like things, like you say, like alignment and, and roots are growing and, you know, like that's really incredible. And then, yeah. And so let's go more into that signal and how you experienced it, you know, changing what happens on the outside. Sure. Let me just go back to one thing you said. Um, it is an energy blockage. And I think the breath also flows through it once it's been released. That's what I seem to have noticed that I can breathe through areas of tension after they've been released. So it's it's energy. Yes, energy moves through it, through it and breath moves through it. Right. So, yeah, so if you, yeah. It is, it's so connected. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what I what I notice, I mean, if you think of something that has energy, we're so divided these days. So it's easy to think of something, right? Think of something in politics that has that that has emotion involved with it on the outside. You may not be aware, but there's also tension about it on the inside. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to let go of that tension on the inside you will notice that you don't have tension on the subject, on the outside. And at that point, things shift. It's really, it's fun to experience. I had a lady in one of my groups before COVID and she came to the group the second week and said, does this work change other people? Because she mm -hmm. had gone back after that first week after the class and the husband that she went back to was totally different than the husband she had left when she came to the group. 
Mm-hmm. And it's because her signal had changed. Like doing the tapping about the relationship had changed her signal. So when she got home, she attracted a different version of her husband. Right. I find this when I, and it's energy medicine, right? Homeopathy and releasing all that tension. Um, but people will say, is it possible that my husband changed? And I'm like, no, your perspective changed. And then <laughs> things around you change. And it's like such a fascinating topic. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So what I would love, you know, if we could, and and I know you you know this, but if we change ourselves, the outside change. So I'm not quite sure how many people in the collective need to change to change our world. But if enough of us did this work of healing the emotions, letting go of the emotions on the different subjects that are up these days, right? On, on abortion, let's just take abortion, right? If you're pro-choice, you have a lot of emotions around people trying to block abortions. So if you let go of all those emotions and came to peace in the middle and the people who are um, anti-abortion, if they also have a lot of emotions around their perspective and what they think of the other perspective, they let go of those emotions, then we can all come together in peace on that one subject and then things will shift. We will no longer need to attract things that bring up those emotions. And if we did the same thing about um, about climate change, right? We let go of the fears that we were programmed with in childhood when we all learned about the changes that were coming. If we let go of those emotions, we wouldn't need to attract the changes that are happening right now. And that can the same thing on all the subjects that are dividing us right now. If we did that work, we could bring ourselves together in peace. Right. And that's why the individual matters so much and why each of us need to take the responsibility of our own inner healing in order to change the world. Right. And in order to change our own personal world. Yeah. Which then because is a reflection, right? Of something. Right. It's so where it's a holographic universe. So that's why I'm not quite sure how many people need to do it. Perhaps only one person needs to do it because it's a holographic universe. So that one person is in every aspect of the universe. That's something I don't know yet. Right. I know. And I often ponder if we as an individual change, like you're saying, and then our perspective changes. Like, yes. does it even matter, yeah. right? <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, At this point, I'm changing such deep tension that I have stored in my body through the decades. I don't quite know what I'm releasing because I have no words attached to it. So I think I'm releasing what was stored in those first seven years of life. So how much that's changing my signal and what I'm attracting, I don't know yet. It's going, I mean, if I'm attracting all these things that are happening now, then I'm releasing some pretty deep stuff that's, that I programmed in childhood because I experienced racism in childhood and I experienced you know, the fears of climate change and, and all these things that are happening now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, quite, the, it's quite the ponder. And... <laughs> Yeah. So, so what else can you share about this signal? And 
Have you noticed like just one thing that happened for you after maybe a release of some sort? When particularly, I have these magical things happen to me yeah. now mm-hmm. that um, that I never experienced before. And also one of the things, the changes that has been really fun is actually attracting new thoughts that I had never had before. I was so stuck in my signal before that I would just replay the same things over and over again. So once I'd released enough of my past, I was then on a different frequency, a different vibration, and was attracting different thoughts. So um, just really fun to experience that if you've never experienced it before. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us about that. Because... It's true. If it's not in our awareness, we can't see it on the outside, right? So when your vibration or your awareness changes, then suddenly you see the world completely differently. You do. After my dad's, after I realized that it had been my dad's in my mind, I actually felt like I was living in a different world because things just felt so different. And I felt so light because I used to feel so heavy, like I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And this just really lightened me up, which was also really fun because that's something I had been searching for for a long time. I didn't like feeling so so dense. And so I think this actually does, um, it lightens you up on the inside. That's actually something now with my awareness inside of me, when I'm releasing tension in the connective tissue, I can see that it turns light, the the darkness disappears. And it's kind of like with my dad. I can't see it until after it happens. And then I can look back and say, oh, it was dark in there. And now it's light. Mm-hmm. So and that's kind of this another inside outside thing. Yeah. And that heaviness, I've heard that many times in patients with this kind of tension. There's a heaviness in your body. I love what yeah. you say about magical things happening, which is synchronistic things, right? And now you're yeah. aware of them and you just, it's its amazing. So yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we have this, uh, we have a fridge freezer in our kitchen that we have had since we moved into the house. We'd had it 17 years and it was a, it's a sub-zero fridge freezer. It was in the house when we moved in. And we had lived in this house 17 years and we had never had any piece of junk mail about sub-zero fridge freezers. And one day we had someone come and work on it because something wasn't working. And while he was here, I went and got the mail and we had a piece of an advertisement from sub-zero. And we hadn't had one in 17 years so that just blew me away. It's like, that really? Did that really just happen? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, fun. Right? And it's just becoming aware of those little things. Yeah. And I love uh, numbers too. I, yeah. I, one of the fun things for me is, so yesterday I turned 55. And I, I realized a few weeks ago, okay, I'm going to turn 55. I will have been in the U.S. 33 years, turned 55. I was born in 66 in 77, I flew around the world. And in 88, I moved to the US. So just to have all those numbers happen right. this year, it's yeah. really fun. Yeah. I mean, I've had incredible things happen too. And when you're aware of it, it's just, it, it's fun. It's magical, like you say. Um, it is fun. And some yeah. people find it scary. So it's like, no, oh, I don't yeah. find it scary. It's just magical. It's just there to make life more fun. Right. In my, in my experience. Sometimes to know you're on the right path. 
So I'm in the middle of a move and that's scary too, right? Because you're uprooting and moving somewhere else. But I have these crazy synchronistic things happening all around me. Like I went and looked at a house that was on Westmoreland Street and I worked on Westmoreland Street for 10 years at one point. And, you know, and another house has the exact floors, the exact way that we, we did them in another house. So you feel like there's these breadcrumbs and this sense of you're in the right place because there's so many synchronistic things happening. Absolutely. Yeah. The day before my birthday, I went and bought some new shoes. So I was there trying on these shoes. Um, they felt really good. And there was another lady that came in who was also looking for shoes and she tried on a pair that I had liked that weren't very comfortable. And then she's, she asked me about the shoes I was wearing. I said, these are really comfortable. So I just walked around the store and I came back and she said she had the same size shoes, feet as me. And she said, well, I've tried on all these other shoes and the ones you're wearing are the most comfortable. It's like, really? oh, really? I don't have to try any on, in, on any of the other shoes because she's already done it for me. And then she said, and I don't like white, so these ones don't have white. And I find uh, um, I find white to be um, almost, it's not a nice word, but repulsive. I, I feel an energetic push away from white. So I don't like white either. And it, it felt like it felt like she was like an angel telling me, okay, you can buy these shoes. You don't need to go anywhere else to look. And yeah, it was just magical. Well, there's that sense of ease too when you're in the flow like that, right? Like yeah. you don't have to spend an hour shopping for shoes. It can happen in five minutes. <laughs> right. It was so nice. <laughs> yeah. So now if I was going to do a move like that, like you're doing, and I was working with um, with the tools that I use, I would tap on any fears I have about moving and any fears about the new house. And any fears about leaving where I am now, because that would release any tension on the inside and allow the flow to be easier, right? Because there'd be no physical tension holding that away, holding the ease away from me. Right. And so to find those places, you would pay attention to where the tension is held in your body first. Well, or you could just work with the words, right, to begin with. It's like, okay, I'm afraid of leaving my house because it's my safe place, right? So you could, you would just work with the words. It's still working on that physical. It's just easier to get hold of through the words. Right. And even yeah. with all my awareness, it is still a little scary. And um, I got it, you know, I got cold and, you know, and so I'm, I'm going to do exactly what you're saying because what I want to happen, I I know that what I need to happen is that my home at, at home gets sold and and very easily move into a home here. So, and if there's tension around it, you're going to delay it all, right? Absolutely, because the real the, that tension is part of the signal, right? It's not a pure signal because it's got tension in it. So if you can let the tension go, then it can flow that much easier. Yeah. And then like your shoes, it all happens so easily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's you know the same thing with everything. You know, people want to attract money, but so many of us have some tension oh, yeah. around money, right? right? And because it, it imagine greed and, you know, um, 
everything, everything we've heard about it. One of the interesting things for me using the tapping is when I kind of got really comfortable with it. I actually tapped on the word love. I tapped on it for 15 minutes. I put my timer on, tapped on the word love for 15 minutes. And at that point, my subconscious mind had opened up enough that the memories would come up more easily. So um, all the memories that my subconscious associated with the word love came up and it was not what I had imagined it would be right it was it was more the um the memories with my mother um which really didn't feel like um what we think of as love but that's how my body my subconscious associates the word love so every word that we use in our everyday life has memories associated with them that we hold inside of us and a part of that that tension, that signal that we're emitting. And it's very different for different people. Yeah. So even though you're saying, you're saying, I want to attract love, you have all this tension around different kinds of love and, you know, negative forms of love. And so you're not able to move into the kind of love you want. So how did you, you say you tapped for 15 minutes. Did you just tell me, how did you find, like, how did you tap in one place or did you find different areas of tension? Well, EFT uses 10 Uh, points that that we generate. And we go through them, go just round through them one at a time and then back again. So you just do it over and over again through those 10 points. So, um, yeah, I I just spoke the word love. You can say it in your mind or you can say it out loud and just tapped on that word. And the, the subconscious kind of, has the associations through the neural pathways. It, it knows what those memories are that you're associating with it. And it just releases the tension around that word. You know, same thing for people's names. If there's a particular person, I mean, it could be the name mom or the name dad, right? If you just tap on that word or the name of someone who you've had an interaction with that you want to um, let go of, just tap using that name that itself will release a huge amount of the tension around that that person. Right. So the work I do actually finds the circuit in the unconscious that's creating the tension and releases it there. So I feel like you're doing the same thing just in the body, right? Yes, it sounds like that. Yes. Yeah. So because we constantly get triggered and we don't even know we're being triggered and all that tension floods back. And then eventually it creates disease and, you know, discord and we get sick and all those things. So yeah, it really has to be recognized, noticed and released. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just, there's so much to it that we're not aware of. I mean, even like think about the word hospital, right? If you're just saying the word hospital, some people would have memories there because they work there, right? And some people would have memories there because they've been there, they've been sick, or some maybe someone's lost someone in a hospital. So just saying that word is going to be bringing up those memories inside of you, even if you're not aware of it. At that point, it becomes part of your signal. So if you really want to change the signal, then um, this work is very powerful. Right. And to change the signal so you're attracting what you really want, right? Yeah. Underneath us all, we're, we're perfect. I mean, we are who we truly are is who we are underneath all the programming that we stored in us over the years. So we don't really have to work on what we want. It's just going to be there 
once we've let go of the negative. And that's the power of EFT. It's that if you look online, there's, there are thousands and thousands of videos about how to use EFT or tapping. But over time, it has morphed more towards the positive. That's just the way people tend to go. We, we, we suppress everything. We don't think we should be thinking of the negative, but we are positive underneath it all. We just need to work on the negative. And that's where the power of EFT is. You work on the negative. You work on the yucky stuff that you stored. You actually accept it for what it is. And at that point, it shifts and lets go. Yeah, because really it's a form of programming that's just happened since we were born. And really we're very positive, like you say, underneath all those layers. Yeah, when you start releasing, like if you're releasing on someone and you get to the point that you've really accepted the negative and let it go, compassion and um, compassion just arises. Right, and, that is, heart, yeah. really and then you can expand through the heart, which is the real creator where genius flows and and we can be the grand creators that we're really meant to be. Yeah, now as in my, my inner work, I have not, I can move my, I'm moving my awareness through the connective tissue. I think that's where the soul is tied in. I think it comes in through the pineal gland, perhaps. I'm, I'm looking from somewhere in the center of my head and I'm, my, I believe my soul is tied into the body through those um, that tension held in our connective tissue. As we let it go, it loosens up the soul, so it becomes happy in the body. And it's, I believe that it was happy to stay in the body at that point. But I can't. I don't put my awareness. I can't tell the difference between the different um, the different organs in the body. It's just through the connective tissue. If I put my awareness inside maybe where my liver is, I'm just really feeling the tension and just putting my awareness, I believe, through the connective tissue. So I can't actually put my awareness inside the heart, which to me is a shame. I would like to be able to. But I can put my awareness inside the bones in my teeth, which feels really weird, but it's still just in the connective tissue. So to me, the organs of the body are interesting. I haven't really grasped how that connects yet with what I'm able to do. But I, I find what you're saying very interesting because when you do, it's love energy, really. And when that flows, it's throughout every cell and all the connective tissue. So I think, I think we're just clarifying, you know, it's not really the organ of the heart, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like what you're saying. Because that's the feeling you have with expansion and with letting everything flow throughout your body is what you're saying. Yeah, that yeah, it's pretty amazing when when things start to flow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what what else? What have we missed? Such beautiful information. I love what you I love what you say. Um that with this awareness, you realize that my my opinion doesn't matter. There's no point in saying anything. What did you mean by that? Because, I mean, there's some truth in that, right? Because we all have our own. Well, my opinion does matter. It's just the energy I put with it, yeah. right? So if I'm feeling really angry or frustrated with someone and I'm, voicing my opinion then it comes with that that resistance and it's going to be met with resistance 
right? It's just the way energy works, right? If you push against something, something's going to push back. But if you let go of all the energy around it, and then you say it, you're saying it with peace, and you're going to be met with peace. So it's a very different experience when you once you become aware of that emotion inside, the, the tension, the resistance inside. Right? Because the opposite is forcing something, isn't it? Right. So, you know, today in this, the vaccine debate, right, or the, the abortion debate, debate, whatever, if you're trying to force someone to do something that they don't want to do, you're going to be met with resistance. It's just the way energy works. It's going to be that way. So if you let go of that, that force, right, if you allow people to make their own choice, make their own decision, you've let go of that pushing against. And then, then there's peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really important. Yeah. We, yeah, we know like when we try to force a child to, you'll get the opposite reaction. Absolutely. Yep. Or a teenager. <laughs> it's just the way energy works, right? It's going yeah. to happen. So, yeah. you know, do you want peace? If you want peace, if we want peace in our world, we have to be peaceful. And then we're going to attract peace back. Yeah. And it's, it's a scary place to go because we think we want a certain outcome, right? And so we have to ask in a way that allows the outcome that is, that is best. Right. And we can still want a certain outcome, but it's the energy that we put behind it. That that's, it's just where a signal, it really helped me when I started realizing that we are emitting a signal signal every second of every day right so then I can ask myself okay so what signal am I emitting right now and I actually feel my body so am I feeling tense because if I am that's the signal I'm emitting and I'm going to get more of that back and am I feeling angry right now well, do I want more of that in the future do I want to feel this way well not really okay so relax see how much I can relax right now because then I'm putting off a more peaceful signal and I'm going to be attracting more peace back to me. Right. So and just, just going. throughout the day. Yeah. And now that gets into uh, reacting. You talk about reacting and that's what you're talking about now, changing your reaction. Right. Because every time react and think of the word, it's right. React. Re means to replay, to redo and act where an act is something we've done before. We're just putting it on again. So we're, we're, replaying something that we have replayed before and it's that childhood programming so we've been programmed how to react to things in childhood and then we just do it over and over again and every time we react that way that's our signal right in that moment we're putting that signal out it's probably got a good charge around it and we're attracting it back again in our future so to really to to make a big change it's like catch your reactions I, that's what I started to do. I said, so, uh, during the day, it's like, okay, am I reacting? I want to catch it. And then I would tap on it right then and there. I want that signal to be different so that next time the same thing happens, I'm reacting differently because I put off a different signal. And you do that enough times and the things, they don't come back to you anymore because you've actually learned your lesson. You've let it go. So there's no need for the universe to provide that experience for you again. Right. And that's how like people talk about, you know, attracting the same things again and again and being in this loop. Yeah. Very powerful what you're talking about. 
Yeah. And we attract things over and over again. And it's really interesting to notice that it's not necessarily the same thing, but it might be um, different people in it, like a different scenario, but it's the feeling inside of us that feels the same that we're attracting. It's that that signal complex, the emotional complex within our body. That's what is attracting. So it might be that feeling of frustration, right? That might be a very familiar feeling. It was a familiar feeling for me because my dad used to drink all the time and it was so frustrating to have to wait for him in the pub to finish drinking. Right? That was a very f- familiar feeling to me. It was well-programmed in me. So I would get that feeling of frustration from all sorts of different avenues throughout life. But it's that feeling that I'm attracting back to me. So if each time I notice that I'm feeling frustrated, if I tap it out at that point or use the feeling, the feelings and let it go, then now my signal that I've just emitted is different. And next time I get something that would normally make me feel the same way, I'm going to feel slightly different. And I just do it again. And each time I do it, the signal I'm emitting is different. And that changes life. Right. So that trigger of just having to wait would make you frustrated. It could be at a grocery store when you had to check out. I would attract people into my life who were always late. Right. (laughs) Just so I could feel that frustration. (laughs) And yeah, so I've let that go enough that I'm not attracting those people into my life anymore. And if they happen to be late, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So it's a totally different experience. And then have you experienced when you're in the flow, how you, you know, get to the gas station just in the time that someone leaves and in you go or the parking space that opens up for you. Right. Like, it yeah, it, really it feels magical, yeah. but I also know I'm, I'm so aware now that I know that if that doesn't happen or some other thing, whatever happens in my life, I know it's coming up for me to let go for me to accept and let go. Right. And how does letting go feel? So, yeah. Oh, well, (laughs) at the different levels of awareness, it feels different, right? So my level of awareness is so deep now. It's, it's, um, it's, it's amazing. I mean, to feel tension that is, has been in there for decades and is releasing kind of ripping and releasing is, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, there's actually nothing more I would rather do. And I do it a lot during the day. Yeah. So, but at, at you know a more shallow level of awareness, it just feels like relief. So one of one of the things that I think I think I've now realized that we can actually use this as a tool to become aware of of how aware we are. So at the beginning of my class that I used to, everyone would sit in a circle and I would play these chimes. It was just a series of chakra chimes. We would all close our eyes and we would listen to them or feel them. And then we would go around and everyone would um, share their experience. Now, the people who don't have a very deep level of awareness would just hear the chimes in their ears. And the people who had a much deeper level of awareness would feel the sound vibrations right inside of their body because they have less resistance and they can allow the sound waves deep inside. So now the person who could only hear that now knows that there's a deeper level of experience 
that other people have. And so they know they don't know everything, right? They know there's something more they can look for or grasp for. But I think that's a way that we can tell how deep our level of experience is by listening, relaxing, and listening to music, like perhaps more symphony type music or maybe chimes, something like that, and see, can you feel it? Can you, can you feel the sound vibrations inside or are you just hearing it in your ears? And know that if you're just hearing it in your ears, there are other people out there who have a very different experience of sound and words and life than you do. Yeah, so it's developing that muscle. And in developing that, so like say you don't get to the pump as you thought you would. And instead, you have to drive another block to a different gas station. And in that time, you see something that's very important for you to know, right? So instead of getting frustrated, you instantly feel like you say that, oh, and release and go on and into the flow. And then something magical happens. Right. Or you just accept that frustration, right? You actually work with that frustration because it came to you right then so that you can experience it and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually you learn how to let it go more quickly. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I think your idea of listening to sound is really important because it develops that muscle and it makes you aware. Yeah. And it's, I think in this day and age, it's really important for people to realize that they don't necessarily know everything. Right. And we don't know what we don't know because we've not experienced it yet. So there are other people there out there who have different perspectives yeah. and it's important to, to, to look at them. And that was one of the thing, one, another thing that I used on my journey is I, I want, I was, I was really determined to make changes. So I would say to myself, okay, so if this spiritual teacher is correct, I'm going to assume they're correct. So if they're correct, what is it I'm not seeing? And that helped me, it helped me go further, go deeper. Yeah. And open up to the information because we've, we've been programmed too to close down to this type of information. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we've been programmed a lot. (laughs) And that maybe is the first awareness, right? Yes. Yes, it could be. Yeah. Just understanding that, I mean, TV is called programming, right? And just understand that our parents programmed us. I mean, I, I I remember consciously doing it with my children because I wanted to feel comfortable around them. So I I, I consciously did it. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. Well, when you're aware of programming, yes. Like I would program my children when they were little that McDonald's was not good food. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the things like you, when you're aware that you can steer in a certain direction with this information. And yes. Then, yeah. And yes, that force won't work. And yeah. that I have to sit with them and feel what they're feeling and ask a different way. Yeah. I wish I had known EFT when they were young. Um, I think it would have changed our experience of a childhood for them. I did I did start using it um, when my youngest son was, I think, around eight and he would get nightmares and I would just go up um, to his room and just tap on him. I didn't need to say any words because he was already feeling the emotions in his body. So all I did was tap on the points 
um, just after a few rounds, he would say to me, okay, mom, I'm done. I can go back to sleep now. And, um, and that was really nice, but it would have been nice to do it when they were younger still. Yeah. It's still beautiful, beautiful thing to know. Yeah. And to let the children know that it's like, okay, if you're upset, just, just be upset. What does that feel like? Allow yourself to feel upset until it's gone. I feel like all those tears that we suppress in childhood are still there because I let so many out when I started doing this work. And so if we just suppress them, they're just, just affecting us throughout life. It's much better to let them out when they're right there. Yeah. I remember a time I was in really great grief and I meditated on it. And then the message was the only way out is through this. You have to go through it. Yeah. And that's scary. Sometimes it is scary. We kind of think that we're going to be annihilated, <laughs> but it's just energy stored in the body. Yeah. It's just energy stored in the body. And if we can let it go and get to the other side, then that's where our freedom is. Right. And your message too, is that we're more powerful than we can imagine. We are so powerful. I mean, to, to change my skull just by letting tension release. I mean, I've, yeah, I didn't know that was possible. So if I can do it, anyone else can do it too. Right. And you can see the flow of energy in you and the relaxation in your face and, you know, that it's coming from a, a, a place of flow. So I just love it. Anne. thank you so much. How do people find out more about you? Sure. I have a book. So I shared all my journey and the different steps that I took uh, in my book. It's called the pathway to insight and it's available in all the regular book places, Amazon or your local bookstore. And I have a Facebook page, public Facebook page that you're welcome to follow me on. I love questions. I don't get many, so I'm open to questions. And I have a YouTube channel where I'm, I'm putting videos out and kind of going more detail in some aspects of my journey. And um, that's a good place to look to. Lovely. And we'll put all those links in the show notes. Any last words of wisdom? I would just encourage everyone to become more aware of how you're reacting during the day. Just become aware of your signal and just know that it's a signal and that you're attracting more of that. So ask yourself if you want more of that. And if you don't see if you can relax more in that moment. Yeah. Beautiful words. And just to start with that, it's incredible. Thank you so much, Anne. You're welcome. I love this kind of conversation. (laughs) Me too. And for everyone out there, don't forget, you are the creator of your own life. Spiral up, spiral out.